Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. A contract signing, an undefeated B team, money in the bank qualifying matches, and you're going to get these shoulder tackles. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Soldiers and con men. Yeah, you didn't know I know. Oh, well, Jesus, did he get? Surprising you every time. Uh, it's the face, though. It's the face. See, he it knows was, the lyrics. He can say the lyrics. It was the face and the shot. Yeah. The best is when that other dude kicks in with his deep voice. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, you have to screenshot that. That was beautiful. Oh, I, it. I apologize. It's, it's... I forgot to put it. <laughs> Turn wow. that into turn that into a GIF. That AJ zero three one four. Will be a GIF, whatever it's called. Turn it into one now. Welcome to the Raw After Show, everyone on AfterBuzz TV. We are here. We are ready to go. Three hour Raw condensed to a solid forty five for you. Johnny LaCosta here with you at Jay Quasto, the lady who chose make him say uh, and I'm so grateful to her for that. I see her every single day on TMZ. <laughs> Follow her at TK Trinidad. She's TK Trinidad. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> You're choosing every song from here on out. I mean, I, I could do that just to... Yes. I'm not that, that dude. The dude rapping <laughs> right now. His voice. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And the man next to him, he is back, y'all. He's a former Hollywood Heritage Champion for Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Catch him every single week on Championship Wrestling from Arizona. And he's always at the New Japan Dojo in California, which is good news. Uh Follow him at Baines Destroy. He's the hobo. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, always doing my thing. I was at the Wrestling Pro Wrestling on Friday. And after you're done watching this, go to the Wrestling Pro Wrestling Facebook page. Yeah. put the whole show up. It's a lot of fun. I want to pose down. That's right. Yeah. Oh, against Royce Isaacs, I heard. Yeah, Mr. Burbank, Royce Isaacs. (laughs) Mr. Burbank. I I have got the superior physique. Yeah. I'm not going to deny that. And it's mostly because I drink the beer. Well, that's That's fair. That's that's my my key to success. I'm not going to deny that at all. Good for you, man. Congratulations on that. Thank you. So, shall we get to... Oh, by the way, uh, Marquis McCarty still on assignment doing cool things with uh, Nerdist Hyper RPG. Follow her at Marquis McCarty. And Evan Mack, he'll be back, I believe, next week. He booked a commercial, so uh, he's working right now. It's cool. Did a good job last week. He and I held it down. I hosted. That was weird. You hosted? I hosted. Oh, my. Yeah, I'm sure. I I watched some. It was great. (laughs) We we did... Everybody liked it. Let's say that much. How did you how did you get how did he get away with not hosting? Uh, he gave me those nervous eyes like look man uh you know I haven't been here that long I uh, I just don't oh, so feel that's what you need comfortable. to do 
doing this and uh, I'm like, all right, man. I'll, I remember when I started, I was maybe two weeks in. You're like, no, you're hosting. <laughs> I so, tried to do the same thing with him, but he gave me like, uh, nah. I'm like, fine. Oh, okay, well. <laughs> See, if you give me a little bit more resistance, then maybe I actually would have hosted. There's the keys. But I had confidence in you. There's the keys. I know next time. <laughs> well, I'm glad that we're all here today. Tonight. Whatever time it is. Whatever time you're watching. We're all glad to be here. We start off raw. Uh, with Kurt Angle hitting the ring, talking about the contract signing tonight with Ronda Rousey and Nia Jackson. He's excited for it, and he's ready to do it. And then Stephanie McMahon hits the ring. Corey Graves loses his mind as if uh, the Queen, Meghan Markle, the Duchess, whatever she is, showed Duchess up Duchess of Sussex. What does Duchess mean? Not it's, queen. It means, like, you're well, going to be queen. Well, she's t- she's also a pr- princess, but she's, like, sixth, sixth in line. So Duchesses, she's... Like the Duchess of Oh, so there's five women ahead of her that could be queen. No, there are five heirs ahead of her. So essentially, Uh the Queen, Charles, uh, William, and all his children have to die for her and Harry to become king and queen. How many duchesses are there? Uh, There's a bunch of them. So Duchess of Cambridge, so Prince Charles, I don't... I, yeah. Prince Charles and his wife, yeah. Camilla, she's actually the Duchess of Cambridge. So she'll never be queen. It's fine. Well, she'll have a good life. She will be queen. She's doing all right. Who, Megan? No, oh no, she'll, she'll never be queen. I thought yeah. you were talking about Camilla. No, I don't, yeah. know, I don't know who that is. Did you guys watch the wedding? No. Uh, no, I was of course not. asleep. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fair answer. Because yep. I think it happened at three in the morning our time. Oh, uh, yeah, so like that. I watched it anyway. later on, but you know. So anyway, Steph hits the ring and says, you know what, Kurt? You don't handle situations well all the time. I'm going to handle the contract signing, so you do not have the responsibility. Then Roman Reigns hits the ring. He's still pissed off. Um, he says Stephanie has a bunch of corporate crap that she shills out. And Steph's like, I don't play favorites. He's like, yeah, you do, because you don't you like me. Uh, <laughs> this, this Roman Reigns against the system thing is still is happening, huh? I mean, let's. Uh, I, I don't think we can stop it, because they, they're definitely making a case for, for Roman Reigns to try and look like an underdog. Yeah. But it mostly comes off as him. Just openly complaining about things. Mm-hmm. Essentially. Just being kind of a, a petulant child and acting out. And, I mean, he took out Jinder Mahal last week. Which was pretty cool. Through that door. Door. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> it was a wall-ish. Um, was it a door or a wall? It was... It was or both. He came, it was cardboard, yeah, mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, Which, uh, you know a thing or two about a cardboard door. Y- yeah, I yeah. know I know. you don't generally see them in stadiums, though. No. Multi-million dollar stadiums are usually made out of something like concrete. It's a work uh, in progress. You know. <laughs> yeah. Concrete. Yeah. Okay, then. But, work uh, in progress. Roman Reigns against uh, the machine is... Uh, it's happening. I believe they even used the quote, you can't rage against the machine unless you're ready to handle the repercussions or something. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I, I, for you guys who follow me on other things, I'm I'm an appreciator of male and female physiques, so I'm definitely a fan of Roman Reigns. No, I am too. I like the way, I love Roman in the ring. It's just, none none of this is his thing. It's just his character. It's terrible. the, The angle, I don't, I, I feel like if they got rid of him and he was no longer on the show, I would be fine with that. Damn, it's cold. Yeah, but that's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm a fan of his, but the just the the 
it just there's something that's just not clicking no matter what way they try. I think this is going somewhere. Like, I think Roman Reigns is slowly reaching the end of his tether, and then he's going to snap in some fashion. Mm -hmm. Something is going to happen, and he's going to change gears, and he's going to end up really doing something drastic if things don't start going his way. Mm -hmm. But what that is, I really could not possibly say at this point. The way I'm thinking is, and obviously this is very similar to The Rock and the Corporation, the only way I see this being salvaged somehow is if we we keep thinking that the system is out to get Roman Reigns mm-hmm. and they don't want him to succeed and all this stuff. And then all of a sudden, when it comes to the next time he faces Brock Lesnar, Stephanie or whoever else from the McMahon family help Roman Reigns and mm-hmm. blatantly cheat to get the title off Lesnar. And then all of a sudden, it, it, it's the same thing. But then it, maybe they build a Samoan dynasty with Roman and Joe um, I don't know. Don't forget Joe. Bring, well, I mean, I know they're on different... Well, Joe's on SmackDown. Yeah. They got the good Samoan. The Usos are good, too. They got all the good Samoans yeah. then, didn't they? The Usos are hot, too. Okay. <laughs> cool. Good observation. <laughs> Kevin Owens hits the ring and says he basically calls himself the cornerstone of Raw, tries to get a thank you Roman chant going, which I really enjoyed. <laughs> Didn't quite happen. No, he he gave it his all. Yeah, gave it a hundred percent. Kevin trolling fans with a microphone is one of my favorite things to do, like to watch. He's good at it. Yeah, I'm glad somebody does it. <laughs> yes, someone needs to. The chant does not work, but then Stephanie makes Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns right now, and that leads into our first match of the evening. And uh, physicality all over the place. A spear to the outside. That was a thing of beauty. And just when you think Roman has the upper hand, he's about to go for the pin, rolling back in the ring. Jinder Mahal breaks through the other wall and attacks. <laughs> and uh, then Seth Rollins makes a save. Yeah, the the first, it ended up being two different matches right. back to back. Um, it ended up being first a singles match, Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns, then a tag match between Jinder Mahal, Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns, and Seth Rollins. Yep. Um, for the first part of this match, the singles match, uh, Roman Reigns could not have looked in more control. Mm-hmm. He was right. so in control of this match. He absolutely set the pace. Uh, he had Kevin Owens flying all over the ring. Mm-hmm. He, the first, the opening bump of this match was a shoulder tackle, and uh, Owens did a complete backflip. Yes. Just almost knocked him out of his shoes. Mm-hmm. It, absolutely, Roman Reigns was in control, almost got the win, and Jinder Mahal... Definitely changed the course of this match, and so did Seth Rollins. And uh, the what followed the tag match, Roman Reigns was just getting just getting his lunch eat. Mm-hmm. Well, that just leads brutal. into what happened was during the commercial break, a tag team match was made, or should we say, a tag team match? <laughs> we said it. We did. Sure said it though. That's I think. Okay. I think. He's eating. I yep. thought he oh, bathroom, bathroom, I thought he bathroom, 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 yep, bathroom, bathroom break. Bathroom break. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I had that one all planned out. Yeah. I had it set up. I had it remembered. and That's okay. Are we even on the air? I don't know. <laughs> no, I, no. I mean, the live chat's going, so we're good. We're screaming into the darkness. <laughs> I guess we are, which we often do. Yeah. Uh, anyways, the tag team match is a lot of fun. Seth Rollins eventually goes for the curb stomp. KO counters it. But guess what? Seth Rollins just that quick. Another curb stomp. For the win, but Jinder Mahal attacks afterwards with chairs on the ramp, attacking Rollins and Roman. This is getting pretty personal, it feels. I mean, just the way 
Jinder and Roman are just escalating. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of getting out of hand. Kind of like the way that, that Roman and Strowman kind of got out of hand. This mm-hmm. is starting to go in that direction. I love it, though. Like, things are escalating, and it's, it's getting kind of violent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's wrestling, but it's still getting still a little violent. Which is good, because now they, they both complain like they deserve stuff in different ways, and they both uh, seem like they're actually equally matched. So that might actually be a really great... You know, fight eventually when you know, like build up to something. So yeah, I'm, no, I'm, I'm actually this, looking now that I think about it. I'm looking forward to something like that. No, that that'll yeah. definitely be something. I think everyone's looking forward to. I think the audience wants that. I, I think they're pulling for gender a little bit harder, but mm-hmm. gender is a, a size advantage on Roman that I think could really make things interesting with if and when those two meet up. But Roman's caps are actually bigger than gender's. How huh. do you know that? I was looking at his calves when I was, was at SmackDown. Roman like, wears pants. Yeah, no, well, I no, mean, but Jinder actually is smaller, like smaller calves than. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's he's pretty, he's slender. He's yeah. real trim, mm-hmm. real trim. All right. Yeah. I mean, the guy's is just, he's striated. I mean, it's, he's oh, in yeah. shape. Yeah. He's in shape. It's just yeah. his cat is small. Crazy mm. shape. So anyways, Seth Rollins gets the win. Jinder attacks. And now it's actually made for Money in the Bank. We're going to have Roman Reigns, Jinder Mahal, one-on-one. So Roman is not in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Okay. As far as we know. I mean, after the rigmarole of last week, I'm glad we put that to bed. I'm glad that he's not in it because he... Well, he sh- shouldn't be in it because he lost and that he wasn't able to find, you know, a way in. And that's why Stephanie's here technically. So this is, this is, I'm glad they're sticking to their guns. And to be honest, I'm enjoying the gender Roman thing. Yeah. I think yeah, gender's and- crushing it. I think uh, the way Roman just speared him through the door slash wall last week. I mean, and gender came back strong. You know, obviously his ribs taped up with the chair, the equalizer. I mean, I really, I, I like it. Yeah. No, it's, so. I think it's. Connecting emotionally. Mm-hmm. And now let's go to something completely opposite. And that is Sami Zayn introducing Bobby Lashley's three oh, yeah, sisters. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny when they announced that there was going to be a Sami Zayn talking to Bobby Lashley's sisters. I just said, give us something other than dudes dressed as women. Give us something different that we haven't seen before. I thought they were actually going to bring up, like, well... I- I thought they were actually like bringing like more women onto the roster, and that would have been like their way, of, like just like another, you know. But yeah, no, no I don't no, know how I felt no. about this. This was very like Tyler Perry esque, and it was, I, I, I don't know. It was just like I get it, but, but I was, I was not like, saying uh, hallelujah. Yeah, when I, when I yeah, watched it, it no. was very uh, okay. I, it brought back memories of the old day, and <laughs> Sheldon Benjamin's mamas to me. It was, yeah. it was, uh, it was, Sammy did what he could. It was just very, uh, and, and, you know, those fine gentlemen. I think if Sammy Zayn were just to stand out there and put on different wigs and answer his own questions with different wigs on, yeah. that may have been better. <laughs> uh, but this is, this is what we got. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yep, Bobby Lashley just decided to clean house after. Which he is- was very amused until he wasn't anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sammy called him garbage, and then the smile went to serious, and then he just cleaned house. Yeah. Uh, I did enjoy the the broomstick, um, yeah, usage, <laughs> yeah, uh, and also the the um, was the, it a mop? I don't know. The when he took the, the towel, towel, yeah, yeah was, give him a nice pop, good yeah. sound, good sound. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys yeah. do that to each other? Or? No, I, it's a uh, thing. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I can I can do it and knock a fly out of the air. I'm that good. No, but I mean, if you 
Never mind. And, I mean, and I think it's more. What of do a, you want? Do you want a glimpse into a men's locker room? Yeah, like do they do that? Oh. And like, is that a thing? Whatever fantasy you want, <laughs> the answer is yes. I think it's more of a high school right, thing then. with the, the towel okay. whipper snapper thing. Okay. <laughs> you whipper you snappers. snappers in your towel snappings. <laughs> So, I don't know, do we want to go in further depth? Obviously, this is leading to Bobby Lashley and Sami Zayn of some way. Um, I just don't know. Um... Now, I will say this. People cheered when Lashley came out, which is... Did they? More so than they have. Maybe it was just they were happy to see this be over. Well, no, yeah. Exactly. Oh, thank God you're here! <laughs> Please make this stop! It was like, oh my God, how much longer is this going to go? Like, no, my... you're right, yeah. but got him cheering. Uh, yeah, okay. I, I, I don't know if that's a something that's going to be consistent, however. It's I a mean, shame, because I, 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 I It might I love just Lashley. be the Albany audience going, for God's sake, get this out of here. Please yeah. finish this. Yes. I'm a huge Lashley fan, but he's he's just, he really came into his own as a heel with impact. Mm-hmm. And he was real good. But I get it. He's also an incredibly likable human being, so that's the way they're going right now. Uh, but boy, this this so was Apollo Cruz yeah. right under the rug. This oh, um, this segment was exactly what I thought it would be. Yeah, it's wrestling, yeah. and it ended. I was talking to I was talking to you, and, you, and I said it's just it's going to end this way, and it, it ended, ended exactly that way. Like I said. Mm-hmm. So, do you think these are prepping for like past some of these pay per views, prepping for something like a SummerSlam, or is it just prepping for this pay per view, and then another storyline is going to roll over, or what do you? This, no, this is short. This is going to be... I mean, you you got to believe it'll probably be... I'm not sure. Money in the Bank is June 17th? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we got a couple weeks. you got to believe they're probably going to have a one-on-one match, even though there's more and more matches being made. We have two ladder matches, which will take up quite a amount of time, but there's no limit on time anymore, so mm-hmm. they can make it five hours if they want to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So we'll see. We'll see. Ember Moon taking on Alexa Bliss. Really fun match here. Actually, Alexa had a quick little um, interview in the back with Renee Young, uh, basically saying that she didn't have time to prepare for Ember Moon. She didn't know who she was when she debuted. So now, then she gave us some good history about the Roman Empire, which uh, I didn't know all yeah. those facts. Yeah. I love history. Not Roman Reigns history. Not that Roman. Yeah, that, no, not the, the, the city of, of Rome. The original empire. Yes, yes. <laughs> Lasted uh, almost as long, and it was the uh, the heebie-jeebies who invaded, and I uh, think so via surprise and got the the quick pinfall one two three. They were a dangerous bunch. And the uh, Roman Empire Empire dropped the belt yeah. to uh, the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, yep. One of my favorite factions of all time in history. Mm-hmm. Those heebie-jeebies, yeah. man. Heebie-jeebies. They just cl- they cl- they sneak up on you. They do sneaky heebie-jeebies. Okay then. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! He's back. Yeah, he's back. <laughs> Just for fun. Tag team match. Oh, you know it's the go. Mac Militant. Coming to get it all. Very good. All is right in the world. We're all set now. Yep. Uh, Ember Moon and Alexa Bliss. Really fun match, but uh, Alexa makes one mistake. Ember hits the top turnbuckle. Bam! Eclipse for the win. That thing is awesome looking. It is. It takes a lot of a lot of body control. Ember Moon is, is a very gifted athlete when mm-hmm. it comes to her, her agility. Uh, great body control. I got to hand it to Alexa Bliss, though. She really took it to Ember Moon. I mean, mm-hmm. trying to twist that arm off. It was taking arm home night. Yes. Almost. Um, and she, she kept it in control, but 
because of the way uh, Ember Moon hits the Eclipse, it really didn't affect how she hit it. So if if uh, Alexa Bliss were to hit the were to work the right arm instead, then it would have affected how she executed the mm-hmm. Eclipse, and she might have had a better chance. Or if she went for a leg, that would have uh, slowed down Ember, and that would have been really the the thing that would have worked best against an opponent like Ember Moon. Yep. So really, just kind of take her down, slow her down, make her easier to catch, less explosive. What I like about Alexa Bliss is, man, she really. She fights like someone her size should fight. Mm-hmm. Almost everyone's bigger than her, with the exception of probably Liv Morgan. Everyone else is bigger than her. So she fights like someone who has to fight someone bigger than her. Mm-hmm. She doesn't care what cu- the shortcut she has to take. She doesn't care what body part she has to go for. And she will do it, and it's very calculated. So that's why I really, like I said, I, I enjoyed everything she did with Nia. I know they weren't like the highest rated matches or whatever, but right. I get what she was going for. Right. I have almost, I know we're going to, I don't want to jump ahead, but I kind of want to jump ahead and bring it back. Amber Moon and Nia Jax versus, instead of Nia Jax and Ronda. I'd rather see that. That'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I know why they're going to do, we'll discuss it later, but yeah. Do we know? (laughs) Well, I think we do. Mm, All right. I'm interested to hear your thought on that, because I still don't really have a idea. A a clue? No. (laughs) Press releases. Yeah, but. That's it. We'll talk. Yeah, no, all right. We'll talk. I want to get because you you come from the TMZ world, so you would probably have a better, you know, uh, plan than that. I, I have no plan. I, I don't understand why now. It's business. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, Stephanie backstage with Finn Balor and Braun Strowman. They want to take on Ziggler and Drew McIntyre once again after losing last week. But Steph said, "You know, you're going to be opponents at the end." Jesus. Okay. okay. We'll take it. <laughs> she says, you're going to be opponents at Money in the Bank anyway, so why don't you fight each other tonight? Oh. That's it. Yep. Nailed it. So she makes the main event, Finn Balor taking on Braun Strowman. Mm-hmm. Next, we have No Way Jose taking on Baron Corbin. No Way Jose, really aggressive early on, too fast early on. But eventually, the end of days will get everybody. I love Baron Corbin right now. I I think he's like I think he's always owned who he is. Now he's really owning who he is. I just think he's getting better opportunities than he had mm-hmm. previously. Uh, I don't think a whole lot has changed with him. He's been doing sort of the same thing over and over again. But uh, people, the way they respond to it is changing and evolving. People slowly are going, "Oh, wait a minute! This is this is pretty good. This guy is." Pretty, pretty good. He's both talented and athletic and a complete asshole. Yes. It's a great combination. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. And the way Jose is a whole lot of fun. And a, again, a big guy. We were talking about it last mm-hmm. week. He is deceptively large. Yeah. 6'3", 240. But when you look, maybe because his character is so fun mm-hmm. or something, it's weird. Well, he's light on his feet. You know, yeah. he moves a lot. And he's light on his feet, which is kind of the, the antithesis of a large guy. You don't True. think of him being a, a mover and a shaker. But no way Jose, he's, he's quit pretty quick. Uh, He was quick against Baron Corbin, really lighting him up with a whole lot of boots to the face, Mm -hmm. big lariat, uh, looking for that pop-up punch, but that was was waylaid and ended up hitting the deep six followed by the end of days. Indeed. That was it. That was it. Baron Corbin with the win. I don't know if this this thing with No Way Jose is going anywhere per se or if it's going any further, but I do like the fact that, you know, with the combined pay-per-views, we have storylines kind of starting and finishing on the on the shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what Raw needs more of. Raw needs more cohesiveness. SmackDown to me is so well put together right now. Really? 
It's so compelling. Do you think? I really I do. don't watch. Okay. I you don't, don't watch SmackDown? No, I'm busy. Well, I mean, yeah, you are <laughs> I'm busy. a professional wrestler. Sorry, Most professional bad. wrestlers have a hard time keeping up with as much product as there, as there is. Yeah, there's there a lot. Right there's now. too much. There's, there's too much. too damn much. But, I'm, it's very hard. But me. SmackDown has been, and by the way, it looks like it's going to Fox in a couple yeah, of years. Or maybe a year and a half. Yeah. yeah. Yep. But uh, it's really well put together right now. So hopefully Raw can get to that point, even though obviously three hours long, but not easy to do. Uh, let's see. Kurt Angle talking with Chad Gable. Drew McIntyre, Dolph Ziggler show up. They basically, uh, Ziggler makes fun of Gable, saying, you know, just because you're a good amateur wrestler. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all these shows for you free is by our amazing sponsors, and today, Spotify is one of our sponsors. On Spotify, you can listen to all of your favorite artists and podcasts in one place for free. You don't even need a premium account. Spotify has a huge catalog of podcasts on every topic, including the one you're listening to right now. On Spotify, you can follow your favorite podcasts so you don't miss an episode. Premium users can even download episodes to listen to offline, wherever they are, and you can easily share what you're listening to with all your friends and following on Instagram. If you haven't done so already, be sure to download the Spotify app and search for AfterBuzz TV on Spotify or browse podcasts in the Your Library tab. Also, make sure you follow us so you never miss an episode of AfterBuzz TV. So was I. So was Kurt. Who cares? And Gable gets in his face. They walk away and Kurt says, finish it in the ring. Bam. Yeah. I enjoyed the segment. No, it's, I think Chad Gable is funny. Chad Gable's really a lot of people are saying he's the he's the most underrated talent on Raw currently. For his his abilities, his ability to talk, he's very charismatic and he he's he's just so physically gifted that combination should be rewarded more. Yeah. But unfortunately he's, you know, a pretty average height and Do you think in the world of giants it's hard to be a normal size. Do you think they're waiting for Jason Jordan to come back to maybe bring them back together? Oh, I hope not. <laughs> that would be so wide. Not necessary. Why? Yeah. You split them up to put them back together? No, that would be terrible. Things change, but you never know. Uh, but yeah, so we're going to have a match a little bit later on the show. But the B team has a song. They have a Titan Tron, kind of. And I think they have official merch. There were two people in the front wearing B shirts. They, they may have, you know, they may have made uh, DIY their own shirts. I got. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Although it'd be pretty cool if people actually bought just shirts that look like that, <laughs> or bought just white shirts and just. Well, no. Where's Where's the money in that? You can't make money off people making their own shirts. Well, I mean, they're so the B team that they they haven't got their shirts yet, so people still want to support them, so they make their own shirts. Yeah, but I mean that's that's a good idea, but it doesn't indicate to the company that you're a, a viable source of revenue. Well, that's the problem. Tell that to Foxy. Who waited ten years to get her shirt. That's true. It, it, I'm not gonna say it ain't complicated. <laughs> well, the B team, the best team, taking on the other B team, Brizongo, and in a rematch from last week, and uh, well, the suplex next neckbreaker combo. Gets the win, and the B team is 2-0, and undefeated. Undefeated. They're wrestling like a real tag team in there. They sure are. I mean, hit hit the hit the maneuver, clear the man on the outside, one, two, three, they did it again, and they celebrated in wow. World Series yeah. fashion. That was like, the, no, it felt like more like they were six-year-olds, like rolling each other and then taking the chair and running it down. It was like, what's happening Fair. right now? Fair. It's like, they literally was like, okay, we're going to channel back to when we were five. And this is all the things that we would do if we were five-year-old boys. And that's what it seemed like. What is going to happen if they win three in a row? 
What is going to happen if they Streaking. win 10 in a row? Yeah. Streaking. I, 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 it's, uh, the sky is the limit. These two are going to absolutely lose their minds. That would be kind of funny if they like start taking off their clothes and then you have them like running out the stadium and then you just like like blur their butts, blur the butts. as they're running. The butt blur. Yeah, that yeah. would be... I, I would write that. Yeah. I'm yeah. impressed they lasted that long riding the chair down the ramp. I was expecting a horrible crash, which did happen. But right where it, it should have. Yeah. You know, they, 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 I think they were balancing it real well. You know, it's riding, a, riding an office chair is not an easy feat. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, they're, sometimes they're not balanced correctly. Too top heavy. And then they celebrated over by the announcer's table. Mm-hmm. I believe Axel was swimming. Yep. On top yep. of it. Swimming. I would love to see this with Brizongo become a real thing. Like, I almost want to see Brizongo get... They're, they're never angry anymore. I want to see Brizongo get really... Like, I want to be, be be pissed off cops. You're the fashion police. Get pissed off. Like, get... Th- these two teams have so much potential to do something for at least a couple of months together. That right. just plays out on Raw. That makes him... Right now, this match is one of the highlights on Raw, I think. Yeah. No, it's... I think people are are sort of excited. It feels like a new beginning for a set of guys that everybody knows really well. And I think people are really willing to get behind new beginnings. It it means something. It feels like this is not just a continuation of the same old thing week after week. This feels like something new. Mm -hmm. Just just for right now, it feels new. So I think people are more willing to get behind it. And I I think you're right. I think Brazongo should get angry. And I would love to see... (laughs) <laughs> see these two abuse their authority yes. as officers of fashion. I almost want to see like Benny Hill style. Like just just two teams just playing goofs on each other and pranks. Yeah, absolutely. To where like it's never really that angry. It's just goofy and fun. It's what Raw really needs, and these two teams can provide that. Now, is Ascension Ascension still on Raw or did they move to... They're Smack? on Raw. Ascension's Which yeah. on Raw. Have we not... Like, I don't recall seeing them in the last two or three weeks. They, it, I feel like they, they were recently. They yeah. were on like three weeks. Because I know they were like they had like a bit of a, you know, the way they were playing it. Like between the, those three teams, that might be something. Yeah, really maybe. interesting. Yeah, maybe special guest referees ascension yeah. for something down the road. Who knows? Both of them. Sure. Let's get to the Nijax Ronda Rousey contract signing Stephanie. It does a great job of trying to create some kind of drama between mm-hmm. the two because it was a friendly um, offering of the, the title match last week at the NBC Upfronts. weird. Real weird. I didn't like that. Well, you only got one shot to do it at the Upfronts. You got to make it work. Could have done it somewhere else. I mean, yeah. they, they tried to coordinate it so that it, it made a large impact in the press. Yeah, because they were talking about it. <laughs> you talked about it on TMZ and this girl who has no idea about wrestling. She's like, oh, well, she has this big match. I'm like, this is her second match. This is not. And then I went off and obviously you didn't see it on. Oh, it wasn't on camera? I it should have been. I went on a whole tangent and people were like, I'm like, you just don't understand. Why didn't they have 10 you hours report it? That's not But see, that. to the okay. average person, this is a kind, it seems like a big right. deal. And that's what they're trying to attract. That's it, and that's the whole Casual thing. Casual viewer. It's yeah. That, that's the whole thing. They want to attract the people who may buy the the pay per views or the nine ninety nine because nine ninety nine doesn't seem that much. So then you might forget about it. So now you paid for it for six months and now they got money. So on the press release level, it makes sense. But on a on a on a level where I watch countless hours for for, here, for work, um, yeah. it's just kind of like no, I don't like I don't like the concept of this. Okay, but here's my question, though. Why does a press release, uh, you said press release level, it's, it's money in the bank. And I understand it's 
getting to be one of the most important pay-per-views behind, you know, Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, mm-hmm. Survivor Series, SummerSlam. Maybe it's probably the fifth most. Mm-hmm. Why now? They can't tell the difference, though. People don't Who? know. The, the media? The, the people, no, casual viewer. the casual viewer can't, doesn't know the difference between all, like, the, the, only, the only difference is WrestleMania. They know that's the bigger one. And then everything else is just a match, like another, another. So they don't, it doesn't, it's not a big thing to them. So if they were to drop that, now everybody's going to want to watch it. So it doesn't, like, for the casual viewer, it doesn't really matter when it happens. They're just want, they just want to see. Really? Yeah. So you don't think it would be better to save it for, say, SummerSlam? I think it would be personally better to save it yeah. for SummerSlam or even do a buildup where, you know, she's trying and she can't get there and almost wait for the other um, UFC, the other four horsewomen to come and kind of do something where it's now building up to something like right. SummerSlam or WrestleMania. I personally think that, but that's long term, and she's generating heat with the casual viewer and everybody else. CBS is picking that up. Like everybody picked that up once Nia Jax challenged her, even though it was incredibly awkward with Charlotte and all this other stuff. But on the flip side, we talked about it on TMZ like it was a legit thing that was happening. Mm. I think you're you're right, and it basically boils down to subscriptions and keeping subscribers because after WrestleMania you have a dip sure. in subscribers. So now this is picking it back up. They're just trying to create sustained subscriptions, mm-hmm. even after WrestleMania, which is their high point. It generally dips, so they're trying to create uh, just people to hang on. Mm-hmm. It's and all dollars and cents. Is uh, is this one of those months where you get a free month, or are they out of that now? I think if you well, if you're not a if you're not a member, your month is automatically free anyway when you sign up. Typically, right before either right before your right before the um, like the pay per view is supposed to happen, they usually kind of do that. But I think in general, you get your free month. You get your first month okay. free. Just yeah. curious. But that's the whole thing with like I know we're not. I don't want to dive into that. But that's the whole thing with John Cena and Nikki Bella. That's like irritating me with this whole. Thing. The like, breakup or the whatever it is? They're back together. Oh, they are? According to um, Pro Wrestling Sheet. Mm. So yeah. it's just kind of like, it's just how convenient that total Bella's aired yesterday. Yeah. There's... Mm-hmm. Hey, 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 it's wrestling. It's their life. Yeah. I get it. Wrestling. But it's just, it's just, it's just, an, it's an, it's not as authentic anymore to me. It's reality television yeah i know it was never off well there's some reality shows that are a little bit more believable there's some and there's some that's completely totally well well because you probably you probably willing to bet you have never watched love and hip-hop hollywood i Uh, sure haven't exactly if you watch that is a complete train wreck it seems like they're coaching them on their lines and then there's some reality shows where it's somewhat believable that you can like okay i see this because with with Total Divas and Total Bellas, they're actually putting in the work. Like, you yeah. see them in the ring. No, and those shows are very right. legit shows so that I people get enjoy it, They them. have yeah. their storylines <laughs> as well. But then when it comes to the point where they're doing something like this, and yeah. now maybe because there have been rumors that, I think Joseph's on here, I think there have been rumors that they were, they've been, they were married already and all this other stuff. Now when it puts like this, something like this, mm. it's just, to me, it's just like, okay, well, what are you going to sell your soul for? You know, because you're not, you're, John's in a good position. Nikki's in a good position. Like, right. what are you, you know? There's no... What else do you need? Yeah, exactly. Welcome to the wrestling business. Yeah, I know, but still. <laughs> Every, yeah. Everything is cheap. Humans are cheap. <laughs> Indeed. Well, the yeah, contract signing. Hey, depressing. Man. I'm just, <laughs> just saying, we're at dime a dozen. I know. And we'll kill ourselves for pennies, so. Well, not pennies. Pennies. <laughs> pennies. Mm-hmm. 2,000 pennies. <laughs> Which is $20? <laughs> I think. Hey. All right. Good job. Got it. 
Uh, yes, yeah, so Stephanie is trying to light a fire into them both, saying Nia only picked Rhonda because she's not ready. She wants to make a name for herself. Rhonda accepted the challenge because Nia's lazy, and she knows she could break her arm. They end up facing off, shake hands. Rhonda says, I'm going to take your title and your arm. And I will say this is the best Rhonda's been on the microphone so mm-hmm. far. She looked the most confident, and she looked the most believable in what she was saying, and, and you know, that Nia was cool, too. She doesn't have to say a lot. Yeah, she she's got know. she's got enough credibility that whatever little she says is backed up by legit experience that people can can rely on. So mm-hmm. you just say, you don't say much. Yeah. Nope. So that's going to happen. Will it be any kind of feud? Who knows? So what, what's happening? Twenty panties. Oh boy. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love the live chat. You guys are on, on yeah, point. You guys are killing it. Yeah. Uh, also, Joseph Boza says he doesn't think Rhonda and Stephanie is over yet. It might not. We might get a singles maybe at WrestleMania again. Yeah. Yeah. We. I, it's not beyond the realm of belief. So while we're here, and who knows when we'll all be together again, maybe because uh, every Monday's different. Yeah. Yeah. We should play um, that Jan Jackson song. Does Rhonda, <laughs> does Rhonda actually take the title? Oh. <sighs> No way. Uh, I say no way. I was, last week I said I hope not because it would be an experience for her to grow from. Mm-hmm. And from that that point of view, it would help her in the long term. Mm-hmm. That's that's my uh, take on it. Um, yeah, that that completely makes sense. But I was, ta- I was talking about a whole bunch of other topics. And it just seems like in today's society, long-term gratification and hard work is not what we're... <laughs> it's not, you know, we're selling ourselves for pennies. Mm-hmm. So. Pennies! So it, it, to me, it would make sense. Like I said, build it up. You know, Ronda House. Like she, you're not gonna because that's a problem with UFC. The thing with UFC is that Dana White didn't let a lot of other wrestler, a lot of other fighters into it. Like for instance, Cyborg, because he was building Ronda up to this point where she's pretty much massacring all her people until the last two. Right. And he and Dana didn't expect that because if he did, then he probably wouldn't have matched them up. I mean, there were also a lot of rumors over the years that Dana strategically picked Ronda's opponents, yeah. saying that, I, I know, I have boxing friends, and I have people who work in the industry that said, oh, there were girls that could have kicked Ronda's ass yeah. two, three years Cyborg. ago. It just didn't happen. Yeah. It, so, like, I mean, that, and that's the thing, it <clears> just <throat> seems like if they do give her the belt, then that's the, the same setup, and obviously I know there's differences as far as planning and all other things, but it's kind of the same setup. You're going to give her all this stuff, and then it's just like, to me, I given her storyline up to this point in the UFC, I'd rather see her take some, you know, blows and wins and losses and actually get to the point where she's great on the mic. And we already know that she can fight. And now she's doing some other stuff. And then when she gets the belt, it's like, okay, like, it's well-deserved and you can actually back her for that. Unless we give her the belt and now everybody just hates her, which Mm -hmm. is either way is going to be good. You want at least some type of emotion towards her. But as, as a person, again, who, you know, watches a ridiculous amount of hours... A week, yeah. I don't want to see that. But on the flip side, you know. Well, don't forget, we also have money in the bank that night. We could have a cash in that night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, so it's possible. We yeah, will but see. the Nia's only had the belt for what, like six six weeks? Yeah, WrestleMania. So it'll be about two and a half months by then. Oh, that sucks balls. Well, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> That's the start of frank and honest discussion you would expect here at After Buzz. <laughs> right. Expert analysis. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler taking on Chad Gable. What a match this was. A lot of great amateur stuff and just a lot of counters back and forth. Really sweet German suplex from Chad Gable. But Dolph with a super kick for the win. And then afterwards, Drew McIntyre with the Claymore just for good measure. 
It was, it was, it seemed to me this was amateur or natural wrestling versus mm -hmm. pro wrestling. Because mm -hmm. Dolph Ziggler couldn't hang with Gable when it came to natural wrestling. But as soon as he switched over into professional wrestling, that's where he was able to get the edge. That was suddenly the, the moment he was able to gain control of this match. Uh, Gable, Gable is by far the superior athlete. Oh, yeah. Um, well, which is crazy to say, because Ziggler's an incredible athlete himself. Mm -hmm. Right. But uh, Ziggler, I'd say, is is smarter. He's willing to take shortcuts. He's willing to, to not work as hard as his opponent. Jack Abel will work hard, and he'll beat you. But if he's wrestling somebody who's not willing to work as hard, who maybe will take a shortcut, he, he might get overtaken. And that's sort of what happened tonight. Mm -hmm. uh, TK, what do you think? Do you think Chad Gable gets any kind of traction? I don't know. I, for some reason, I think both on SmackDown and Raw that the rosters got very like bigger. It, it just seems like there's more people. Like for instance, like the Usos and um, the Usos, we didn't see them for the last couple of weeks, and I like you know, it just seems like we didn't miss them. There was enough people on the the show, mm -hmm. but it feels like there's just too many people. And, you know, you can get lost in the sauce. So, like, he's great, yeah. but, you know, we might not see him for three weeks. Or you might see him, and then the storyline might fizzle out, and we might not see... You know what I'm saying? And is, I know they're doing live shows. I know yeah. Ronda's doing a lot of live shows, but it's just kind of like... It's hard to believe when there's a three-hour show. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah. like, we didn't see Titus. No. No. We or didn't Apollo. See Titus. We, yeah. we didn't see the, uh, the tag team champions this week. Yeah, so it's like there's... Mm. Yeah, we didn't. That's yeah. a great point. Uh, moving on, Dana Brooke, take, <clears throat> Dana Brooke versus Liv Morgan versus Sarah Logan versus Natalia. Money in the Bank qualifying match, fatal four-way. And uh, Riot Squad working together well as a team. Really dug that. Really physical. Mm -hmm. I mean, there was Dana Brooke's shoulder. I, Dana oh, Brooke boy. was by far the, the greatest source of punishment in this match. Yeah. She just kept getting brutalized. Every single moment, Dana would stand up tall. She'd get kicked or thrown into something or something bad would happen. Mm -hmm. uh, Dana Brooke just cannot catch a break. She really hit that that post, boy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So what's Good the job. story behind it? Because obviously I know she was the statistician. Now she's back wrestling. Like, is it because she's not as good of a wrestler? Or it's just a storyline or like... Tough, tough died. I, I, I don't, I, I can't say. Cannot say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But eventually Natalia locks in the sharpshooter on Sarah Logan, making her tap. So Natalia moves on to the money in the bank. And afterwards she says, when all is said and done, Ronda's going to be the new champion. She's my training partner and I'm going to be Miss Money in the Bank. So of course the new theory is, well, Ronda's going to win and Natty's going to cash in right away. To me, they're kind of setting that up to make us think that, but mm, I wouldn't well, think. I, don't know. I mean, I, I love Natty and she's had the belt. Over the last twelve months, I believe. Uh, she had on SmackDown. Yeah, I believe you might be right. Maybe, maybe a year and a half or so. Um, but I don't know. I just, I don't know. I don't think, I don't think that's the right choice. It mm -hmm. makes it, it would work, but I don't think it's the right choice. But then that might that might infuse a, a fuse um, a feud between Natty and Ronda. Now the friendship's like broken, which I don't know. I think Ronda needs some allies because she doesn't really have any allies. Yeah. So it could also be the them just gaslighting us. <laughs> I think that's, what, that's what they want us to believe, but nothing even remotely close to that is going to happen. So. I mean, with two Money in the Bank briefcases, there's always a shot of one of them getting cashed in that night. Mm -hmm. I kind of like the the bigger surprise. I kind of like, let's wait. 
Like, uh, Carmella waited almost a full year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That kind of thing. Whereas, uh, unfortunately for Baron Corbin, that was a... They always oof. bring that up. Jeez, it's so terrible. It but it's so great. Yeah. Elias sings the I Love Elias song. It's the last week he was in Europe, and now he's in a rundown city of a dump named Albany. I love old school making fun of cities. Albany. Have you been to Albany, though? Hell no. Okay. Why would I go to Albany? I mean, I've drove, drove through it. Yeah. Yeah. And? Kept on driving. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Bobby Roode hits the ring. Elias attacks him. Eventually, Roode gets a little bit of offense in, goes for the blockbuster. Elias knocks him on the top turnbuckle, hits the drift away, and Bobby Roode going down once again to Elias. Yeah, but I don't think it hurts Bobby Roode at all. I think people really like Bobby Roode. Mm-hmm. Solid performer, uh, you know, day in, day out. Has a, a theme song that is as catchy as anything in, in this reality. So I don't think it, it hurts him at all. And uh, Elias is somebody you can hate and love to hate. And, uh, but just people because love Elias. They love to hate Elias. Mm. They, don't, they don't love mm. I mean, they love him, but he's not, he's not lovable. I sure. don't know. I think it's now it's coming to the point where it's you're you you love the a hole in him. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But there's there's a lot of characters like that, uh, the lovable curmudgeon. He's really come into his own. Curmudgeon's a great way to describe Elias, actually. Yeah. And the way he delivers everything with just pure dryness mm-hmm. is is what really works. Um, but yeah, I don't know how long this feud's gonna go. I, I still like seeing Bobby Roode. Speaking of a holes, I like him being. That's his best mm-hmm. when he's there. Yeah, yeah, but I, I, I can't say that I'm not liking him right now. Sure. He's he's just, he's good. And he's a machine. I yeah, mean, absolutely. My God, he is the fountain of youth. Yeah, I, he's found it. I yeah. wish he, I hope he shares. Whatever. There's a, there's a handful of guys that have definitely found the fountain of youth. He's mm-hmm. one of them. Aries is one of them. I mean, there's a lot of guys who are just... Christopher Daniels. I mean... Yeah. Well, I think... Well, I know Aries is a vegan. I wonder if the other two are. Because that's like the new thing... To go, not not necessarily wrestlers, but that's kind of yeah. I mean, you could live healthy necessarily. I mean, obviously, veganism is a way to go Mm -hmm. for sure. But there's a lot of you could just not party. Yeah, (laughs) that's kind of like the normal way to go. Yeah, there's some guys just. I mean, look, Christopher Daniels, God Almighty, great man, it's incredible. Yeah, same with Kazarian. He's not much younger. Mm -hmm. No, it's true. All those guys, it's just it's it's incredible to watch, and we should all appreciate those guys because just haven't slowed down and working out. And life, you maybe know, being being adulting. Well, you, you take your ebbs and your flows. You got to know when to when to chill out. You know, mm-hmm. I just came off for of two weeks of super solid training, and th- this last week I went, I can't, I got to yeah. stop, I got to slow down because my my joints are got to recover. Me. Yeah, absolutely. So I think we, understanding your body and understanding the ebb and the flow that's yeah. going to help you yeah. long term. And, and you can't can gain, burn out. And you can gain strength on off days. Yeah, absolutely. And you look like you're 16 just with a lot of facial hair. Yeah, wow, so. I've never heard that before. <laughs> Yeah, have fun at the prom. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> so as Elias is walking up the ramp, shoulder tackle! God, it was beautiful as Braun hits the ring, and it was just so comical and funny as if to say, hey, old friend, remember me? Bam. Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, main event. So much greatness here. I mean, this match was fun. Braun picking up steam like a locomotive going for the shoulder tackle outside the ring, and then Finn turns it into a sling blade. Just loved it. 
Finn is uh, so smooth in the ring. That yes. maybe is his defining characteristic is just his absolute smoothness. Um, but it, it it there were so many times during this match he would start to get on a roll. He would start to move yeah. and feel the groove, and then Strowman would just pull the rug out right from under him mm-hmm. and just interrupt it. It happened time and time again until finally it started rolling on the outside. It started with that sling blade, then with a drop kick, kick to the face, uh, double stop to the back, coup de gras on the outside. Boom. Strowman uh, really pushing that count, getting in. Um, and it was, I think it's as close as anybody uh, the, the, of a cruiser weight has yeah. gotten to beating Stro- Braun Strowman. Well, Finn Balor just knows how to fight people twice his size. Mm-hmm. He's proven that before, and tonight was another great example. It was such a believable and fun match. Do you think the, the folks who are workhorses and are great fighters, they get stuck in the like the mid-range versus the ones who, like, I mean, they started off horribly and they worked, and, like, it just seems like the, the folks who, like Adolph Ziggler, like, they, they just, they're so good at what they do. That's just like, okay, well, we know they're always going to be there. I mean, I think a lot of it depends on on how you develop. Look at Daniel Bryan. No one ever thought he would become the biggest thing in, in pro wrestling, and he did because he found that organic. And people love Finn Balor, too, so mm-hmm. Finn could clearly become... It's impossible like to boil success down to uh, a skill or a mm-hmm. lack thereof. There are so many different factors involved, and it's impossible... To, to to say one person made it or didn't make it because of what they brought to the table. Right. right. Everybody evolves and, and people backstage see different things in you depending mm-hmm. upon who you are, just where you are and when you are. It's, yeah. it's a complete and utter crapshoot. It just seems like sometimes the, the folks who are consistent, so for instance, I don't know if this is a, a total track reference, but there's a lady na- named um, Allison Felix. She um, skipped university, bit, she's been in the Olympics several times and nobody knows of her beyond the track realm. Sure. So you know somebody who's like Usain Bolt, who's out there, loud, all this other stuff, and people know him, but he hasn't had necessarily... He's had an amazing career, but Alison Phoenix has definitely been more consistent. Mm-hmm. So it just feels like the folks who are like super consistent, you're like, okay, well, they're always going to be there, and you're looking at... you know, It's almost like the cat with a shiny light. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's all very subjective, and it's just a lot of it boils down to that individual. So either way, amazing match. Braun does hit two power slams for the win and then does not hit a third and just props Finn up in the corner and does the Braun thing, and that was the show. And that is our show. Thank you guys for joining us. TK, put yourself over. Uh... Wow. Uh, you can find me on everything at TK Trainad. You can find me at TMZ. I'm writing for a whole bunch of stuff. I'm on FNA Podcast. I do a women's show. Yeah. Just follow me at TK Trainad. You'll see everything. That's right. Uh, you can find me on the Twitter and the Instagram at Baines Destroy. I'll be in 29 Palms for Alpha Omega Wrestling this Sunday. Baines the Survivor is going to destroy somebody. It's going to be horrible. Kids are going to cry. It's going to be great. <laughs> That's the perfect way to describe it. <laughs> Oh, man. At Jay Quasto and all social medias. Championship Wrestling from Hollywood television tapings this Sunday, May 27th, and the massive Coastline Clash on Sunday, June 10th. Of course, watch us and Arizona worldwide on Fight TV for free. There is so much great stuff coming up. Willie Mack is the brand new Hollywood Heritage Champion. And also, I'll be the lead commentator for Blackcraft Wrestling's Burning Bridges Eye Pay-Per-View. Uh, live from Pittsburgh at the Pittsburgh Grand Hall, Friday, August 24th. Over three months in advance, giving you a heads up. Go to Pittsburgh. If you're there, buy your tickets. It'll sell out. If not, you can order it at iPayPerView at BlackCraftWrestling.com. So, guys, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We love you. See you next week. Bye-bye.
from executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.